0: This concept quickly. If anyone in this room is looking for an instructor, a drill instructor, a sergeant, a lieutenant to get you through this academy, get up and get out now. It's not going to happen. I'm not here to get you through the academy. That's not my function. It's not my job. My job is to place obstacles in front of you. It's your job to develop a process and how to get through those obstacles and move forward. My job is to make things uncomfortable. Uncomfort, discomfort promotes change, promotes better habits. From there, it's up to you whether you develop the self-discipline to sustain those habits moving forward. Make sense? Yes, Yes sir. If you're looking from the outside, Outside factors to get you through this academy do not come back on the eighth.
1: Is that clear? Yes, sir. Hey, everybody, welcome to Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. On today's episode, we're going to jump into resiliency and what that means as a leader and how we can develop resiliency, the definition of resiliency. Uh, what kind of where we're at as a society, as far as needing resiliency, and how it translates to our organizations and teams. So uh, let's just jump right in. Let's start off with the definition of resiliency. It's the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness, to be tough, specifically mentally and emotionally tough. And that's my little add and That's my two cents, right? So how do we recover from difficulties in a quick fashion, you know, effectively and efficiently in, in our, um, our specific teams and organizations? Well, we build and develop resilience. We become resilient. Um, and why is that important? In today's society, in in these times, days and ages with social media, uh, the amount of influence, the amount of agendas, the amount of narratives that are out there, it's it's almost overwhelming to the point where some of these narratives and agendas will drive change right they'll drive institutional change they'll drive organizational change they'll drive changes in teams personnel policies procedures um the way people conduct business and at the speed with everything happens sometimes these changes in these directions that we're going in aren't often communicated or, or at least not communicated effectively to the boots on the ground. The lower echelon, if you will, of workers, uh, frontline leaders, even middle management, right? So no one has a, a good idea of where we're going, never mind how we're getting there. The the how The how will come as soon as we have a good, strong grasp of what we're doing and why we're doing it. So... As these changes come down and these directions change, how do we how do we deal with that, right? Combined with everything else that might be going on within the teams, within the organization, within the groups or or whatever you might be working within. um, We become resilient, right? That's that's an answer. That is certainly an effective answer, right? Um, How do we do that? Well, you're going to have a belief and on at least, if not a deep belief in the whole overall organizational goal and or mission statement, a belief in, in what you're doing on as far as one part of it, a belief in your team, a belief in the people you're working amongst for, um, you have to have a belief, right? There has to be a level of belief there. If if there's none, if there's none across the board, I can't reconcile how a sense of purpose comes into play without belief. Um. And that sense of purpose in in the mission statement, in the organizational objectives to get to the mission statement, um, or any any goal that we're tasked to work on or accomplish, right? So having a belief is pretty important. Um, Without the purpose, we don't see a lot of hope. The engagement won't be there. The, certainly the effort and the overall effectiveness of any plan, it's just, it's a fool's errand. It won't, it won't come to fruition. It really, it won't. It won't be effective. It definitely will not be effective. So having a belief, even if it's a belief in your teammates, a belief in um, working with people, uh, or certain people or a group or your team wherever it might be i think that's that's an uh a pretty big step in in becoming resilient or developing some resilience and it's it's a it's a crucial skill set um because again- without that sense of purpose aren't we just going through the motions aren't we just in it to get by, to kind of screw the pooch as we go along. And, you know, whatever happens, happens as long as the paychecks and, and benefits are, are where they need to be. Um, yeah, that's not really a, a great place to be at, on a personal level, right? It, it becomes more of a burden, it becomes more of um, a task centric type of environment. Versus a purpose-based environment, and and that really um, that really takes away from the overall mission, right? Or the mission statement, the organizational goal. It really takes away from that. Um, another part to this, in my opinion, and again, I've, I've said this a bunch of times on these episodes. This is just my opinion, my approach, my way. It's not necessarily the way. But it's a way. Um, I've seen other ways be terribly ineffective, and and had to work with and through them, and um, the results were terrible, to say the least. Um. So another way is is take a take a good stock of your own personal values and principles. Um, that's going to be a direct reflection of your leadership style and approach, right? Um, during my time in the military, the the army, for example, had their, a list of values and they were as follows. Loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. If you research and take a look at the army values. There's one thing that stands out, and this this hits home for me. There's not one and if or but included in the army values. So it's it's you're all in, right? Um, you don't half ass your duty respect your honor, integrity, your personal courage, you're either all in or you're all out. Um, There's not a percentage that will, will get you by. It's not a sliding scale or a learning curve. It's you're all in, you're all out. And I think that holds true on a personal level as well, where if my leadership style is a direct reflection of my own personal principles and values, that I'm not coming in, At 50% of respect for my coworkers, my frontline leader, um, anyone who holds an appointed position above me, um, it's either they're respected or they're not. Um, and that comes back to having a belief in what we're doing, the people around you and, and that kind of thing, um, but those values stand on their own as i believe uh personal values and principles should stand on their own we don't need to beat our chest and and you know project how respectful we are how honorable we are how how much integrity we have it's just you know your example day to day will will dictate that um So if that drives our our moral compass, that when difficulties arise or problems arise, when specific incidents arise, we can lean heavily on our own personal principles and values to direct us how to become resilient, how to... Maintain our focus, how to stick by the right thing and and whatever the right thing is will be dictated by policy procedure, whatever left and right limits you're working under um, but your values and principles will certainly guide you in in that in that direction and and keep you on course that way. so when problems do arise, you resist that temptation to take the easy way out right to go along to get along to cut corners to um do what you have to do to appease the masses at maybe comfort or um convenience uh, at the expect at the expense of comfort and convenience I should say um so that that is And an incredibly effective and powerful skill set to have, skill set tools to have, personal tools to to continue to build resilience, to um, overcoming the um, and recovering from those difficult situations. Um, And and it does. It does thicken your skin. Because there's always going to be blowback, right? It's always going to be blowback from the um, sick, lazy, and lame, right? For lack of a better terms. Um, The people who want to go along to get along. The people who want to take the easy way instead of the right way. So there'll be blowback from there. But if you're, you're true to your convictions, you will certainly... Um, become a hell of a lot more resilient to that. And that will help you in your decision making. It will help you with your um, just maintaining that moral compass moving forward. More importantly, it is one hell of an example, right? Um, One hell of an example to set for the team. And that example goes from top to bottom bottom to top as as much as leadership does. You can have some incredibly influential team members and teammates that the highest level in your organization can learn some uh can learn from everyone brings something to the table right and everyone has improves so to ignore or be dismissive of that resource within your organization or your team is is detrimental to the overall organizational goal. And that's our number one priority, right? So if we are building this resilience and we're building, um, you know, our resiliency to difficult situations that can only improve our effectiveness in Hitting our objectives and completing our overall organizational goal. Um, where where this else this com- uh, comes in is accountability, right? If I'm going to be held accountable for getting through a difficult situation. Um. And own whatever decisions and approach I take. That is going to be, you know, build resiliency to constructive criticism, right? Um, not resistance to it, but I'm going to be accepting of it, right? I'm gonna, I'm going to, um, re- recover from that mistake, and. Grow thicker skin. Take it for what it is. Uh, a learning process. Extract what I can from it. And certainly do better and be more effective the next time. Right? So. Uh, I, I would encourage. Being held accountable. It It will help me on that uh, journey of building resilience, uh, resiliency. Um, And and that self-assessment comes in, right? That no-shit self-assessment we talk about, looking yourself in the mirror and, and, and going through that, the whole, what have I done? Let's break this down, whatever situation it may be. Um, Give me some things I've I've done well that I can sustain moving forward. And then give me the things I need to improve on, the things I wasn't so effective on. And allow me to go through that process, that process of being held accountable, taking that constructive criticism, taking those lessons, building my resiliency to... Overcome um, the difficult situations, right? To recover quickly. And we're not going to forget the lessons, right? But we're going to throw them in the rearview mirror and start looking out the windshield to the next objective. We're going to take those lessons learned in Charlie Mike. Um, we can't live in the rearview mirror. Or things get bogged down. Tasks get bogged down. We're not 100% engaged. And we're not, certainly not, the effort won't be there as, as far as what we have to do next. Right? We're kind of wallowing in our own self-pity. And that's not good for anybody. So resilience. Uh, and resi- being resilient and, and developing that resiliency in your uh leadership journey is is important and i think it's a um kind of a lost commodity these days again with the social media influence it's certainly those influence and narratives and agendas are are there But with them also comes built-in excuses. Um, There is almost an infinite number of and, ifs, and buts with difficult situations. Instead of seeing it in a less emotional way, in more of a cerebral, logical, rational way, and taking it for what it is, extracting the lesson, recovering from it, building that resiliency, pop and smoke if you have to, and Charlie Mike, right? Continue mission. Let let's let's get after it. Um that mental and emotional toughness that is being built, and it's not toughness based on bravado or ego or chest pumping or chest thumping or anything along those lines. It's just a Building that focus, that drive, that eagerness to get in get into something and, and engage in something that you find purpose in. And it's it's a tremendous tool. And I, I think it's something that leaders and influential teammates should really take take a little bit. And, and um, take some stock on a personal level, on an individual level, and, and see, see where you're, you're at with that. You know, kind of assess your resiliency or your level of resiliency to difficult situations. Um, and see, um, see what you come up with. Well, that's it for today. I, um, I appreciate everyone's time. And we will definitely see you and hear from you on the next one. Appreciate everything. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. If you would, please subscribe and review. It helps a lot. Uh, Share the word with your friends and family. Have them check it out and provide some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Check us out at barebonesleadership.com for the latest blog and different perspectives on everything leadership. Follow us on the gram and on our newly updated Facebook page. Uh, Share your comments, your thoughts, your views. Any and all feedback is always welcome. And don't forget, keep kicking those fucking doors in. And as always, Fido. I appreciate you guys listening. Take care and see you next time.